in today's episode. A tribe, for example, you actually have to know what is your tribe all about and why is this tribe important for you. And also at the same time, you need to know who are suitable to be in your tribe back to weekly business podcast diary so today i'm joined by racing two who is the podcast host of the registry show and dubbed as the celebrity whisperer so hi racing would you be able to kind of briefly explain to the audience who you are and uh, what you do okay sure 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 uh hi everyone my name is racing two and everyone call me the celebrity whisperer and uh, one thing is i'm based in singapore so what i do is actually i pick the brains of the best entrepreneurs you have in this world people such as gary v juan cardone steve seams all gather and etc to actually find out from them what are some of the simple and effective steps that millennials like myself and even ruhi can take to experience success in the swiftest and most effective way possible so i do that through podcasting okay using my podcast called the regacy show okay the millennials who have listened to the podcast have experienced personal transformation because they have gotten the tips they need to move forward so this is a little bit about what i do but uh, this is just my side hustle in fact and other than that i also do speaking coaching training in terms of mindset branding and networking and um uh, my full time in fact i am practicing psychiatric nurse so it's a bit of a heavy stuff over here a bit flavorful over here but i would say that my journey of doing what i what i've been doing is really fruitful Wow that's fantastic and I love your journey of how you're not only a psychiatric nurse as a full-time profession but you're also in the side doing um a podcast and you're also doing like mindset speaking and coaching and how that kind of all uh, works out together. So my next kind of question is so I'd like to understand from you so how do you build a personal brand? Well how we build a personal brand especially as an employee and entrepreneur they are pretty much similar but uh, ruhi let me ask you a question okay do you agree with me that many entrepreneurs are facing a lack of personal branding right now with their company or even themselves i would agree with you in the personal sense and also as an as maybe for entrepreneurs as well that they may be lacking in how to build a personal brand okay so basically before we dive deep dive even deeper into this topic i just want to set things straight okay personal branding is not so much about the name the logo the slogan and design scheme that's associated with your product or service nor is it how creative your business cards are it is actually more than that today in fact is the era of personal branding in my opinion Each each one of us must consider ourselves as a brand, and we should always do our best to be known in the field of our niche or sub niche. Okay, before building a startup, it is imperative to create a brand for yourself and influence people with your thoughts. And becoming a thought leader or an influencer within your industry will impact your business a lot. 
Okay, so why do I say that? It's because whatever anybody hears about a company for the first time, okay, one of the first few things people do is to actually search about the founders of the company. And when they search a name on Google or even Facebook or any social media means, right, there should be enough data about you to prove your identity and authority on the subject as an expert and an influencer. A personal branding has become, in my opinion, a requirement for anyone looking to grow their business, get the attention of the press, or meet new high-quality friends. Okay, so that's why I find that personal branding is really, really important in this day and age. And how you gotta build it, you make sure that you wanna understand what makes a brand successful first. Okay, so before we get into how to actually build a brand up, we wanna look at those successful brands that's out there. Okay, successful brands like Nike, Apple, Adidas, Under Armour, for example, or even Samsung. Okay, so all these are really good brands, right? All these all these brands are really in the prolific, legendary level range. Okay, so what makes them stay at the top of the game? is this thing okay number one they are actually pretty much distinctive what does it mean is that this branding for this people this company is not just a marketing tool it is how people perceive you and your company, right? So when Apple, Starbucks, McDonald's, KFC, all these brands have successfully achieved this branding for of theirs, it took them a lot of time, a lot of a lot of a lot of effort, and providing their target audience a particular reason to use their products and services have actually ensured all these followers, all these culture in, in these people that they want to keep coming for them. And that's why these brands, they know how to really distinct themselves apart from their competitors. Okay, so that's why I find that in order to be successful, you need to first and foremost to be able to know about your distinctiveness between you and your competitors. Okay, and then secondly, they are really, really passionate. Like literally. Ruhi, do you know of any brands that have zero passion for their customers or even for their products and services? To be honest, no. Okay, cool. No, right? So, so in order for a brand to be successful in the long term, first and foremost, you need passion to sustain it. Successful people such as Steve Jobs, Elon Musk, Oprah Winfrey, even Alan DeGeneres have not succeeded without passion. Passion, in fact, is the driving force that steers us through the tough times 
and even propel us to work harder than everyone else to continually deliver greatness in whatever that we are doing. So that's why if when you are actually known okay, to possess a genuine passion for your brand, that will allow your followers and customers to feel just as enthusiastic and excited about your products or services as you are. Okay, so that's why it is really important to have that passion. Okay, so once you know what you want, why you want it, then you need to actually have that passion for that thing that you are building. It's just like how Elon Musk is very passionate about bringing people to Mars. And it's also how passionate for Sir Richard Branson who wanted to let people to travel to Mars. But of course, he did, he did not make it at that point of time. He failed somehow or other. But he continuously developed his interests. He continuously developed his own knowledge in this kind of stuff so that he will make sure that he doesn't, he doesn't allow himself to fail again. So it's the same goes for Elon Musk as well. Right? He continuously built his brand, he continuously built his love for rockets and also at the same time, cars. Tesla is really, really good in terms of their speed, their, their machinery inside the car and everything else, the engine and everything. It, that's why it's really, really important to really have that passion in what, what they do. And of course, number three, how are you going to build your brand up? How are you going to make people remember you? And that is to actually focus on your target audience. Well, it's actually great to think that your brand looks cool and fabulous, but you also need to remember this one important fact, and that is your stakeholders are your target audience, not your business partners or investors. It's really important to actually develop a brand you are proud of. But if it doesn't connect with your target audience, it may all end up to zero. So that's why forming important insights about your audience is really, really crucial. Okay? So this, this, this is really, really important. And then also at the same time, how you're gonna build it up is you've got to be consistent. Okay, you can't be like saying that, oh, I wanna, I wanna, create my own recipe for the best fried chicken. And then next moment, after the 40th rejection, you give up, right? You look at Colonel Saunders, how many rejections have he gotten? It's not 40, it's not 50, it's definitely more than 500, right? And it's, it's way more than 500 as well. And he didn't really give up. And, and the thing is, this one aspect that is often overlooked during branding is actually this thing called consistency. Because this allows your brand to remain in the memories of your clients or followers for a long, 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 long time. Right? So one thing is, it can also allow your customers to return back to your business in the future. Right? It's just like Apple, for example. When Steve Jobs passed away, did they create something new and something different 
after that after steve jobs passed away they kept on innovating and they kept on coming up with new and new products and people were still coming back and buying from them yep you're right you see now there's what iphone 12 how many years have steve jobs passed away many years really right many many years and now look at this we are no longer using ipod but we are we're all using and looking forward to the next iphone and so many people from android has jumped onto iphone as well why because of this very interesting and beautiful app called clubhouse right so that's why and that's why because it's of its exclusivity to apple that's why so many people especially in the self-help or even in the investment world or even the finance world they notice that hey clubhouse is like the new in thing there's always fomo in there fear of missing out so many people are fear, fear, having that fear of missing out so that's why they are all jumping ship to apple and apple is consistently building and building building better camera better phones better function better battery saving life and all this kind of stuff so that's why it's very important about consistency and the last thing is all successful brands have out there is actually exposure okay well-known brands like nike playstation and even gary v for example right they all combine several marketing channels to reach out to its target audience, which includes video, social media, ex experiential marketing to truly immerse its customers into the brand. So all these are actually some of the key things that I truly believe can help you to build your brand and how you can actually build your brand. Okay. So number one was actually distinctiveness. Okay. Make sure that you are very unique uniquely you right and then passion you make sure you have the passion in doing what you do and then number three you have to focus on the people that you are serving and not those and not just anybody or everybody right and then number four you have consistency because consistency is way better than complacency all right and number five exposure right you you once you get yourself out there people get to know you positively then all the more you are impacting them and you're influencing them to choose you rather than others okay so this is how you actually build your brand up wow fantastic i think you did a very great job with the summary kind of of everything you've shared on branding and i love your point on kind of being uniquely you and the kind of integration as well of um, successful brands and then kind of dissecting it in a way that all these different aspects of branding come together. So my next question is kind of more along the lines of podcasting. So I wanted to kind of understand from you since you've uh, started your own podcast. So uh, how do you grow and scale a podcast? Any strategies you can share? And then kind of maybe touch on a bit of any advice for podcasters as well. Okay, sure. So first and foremost, how do you grow your podcast is pretty simple. Okay? Um, it's actually simple when we say it, but when we do it, it's a little bit tough, but still it's going to be something that you're going to do. Okay, you're going to enjoy. Okay? So first and foremost, 
how are you going to grow your audience is to first and foremost be a leader okay in your niche in your industry okay so for example people like i would say john lee dumas okay john lee dumas or even pat flynn they are all the gurus of the gurus in terms of podcasting so what makes them unique is that they have their they have their own charisma they have their own kind of knowledge in terms of podcasting and all this kind of stuff but what makes them a leader is that they are somebody that that are leading by example okay they are somebody that is actually being invited to different places and they are also speaking in terms of podcasting personal development and they have been consistently producing their videos and audios out there as you can see right so that's why you can actually that's how you actually grow your audience okay, in terms of your podcast and of course you have to actually create a group you have to have a call to action okay you have to have a call to action for your audience whenever you post any of your podcasts so it's just like me where how when i post about the regacy show i will do that swipe up notion so on the facebook or instagram story they will always have this swipe up swipe up bar and then they will swipe it up and they will listen to the podcast through spotify or even itunes so that's how i actually get them to listen or even and also at the same time right there's another way that they can actually do is to actually join a group so okay they can join a group okay and in uh, probably whatsapp or in social media and etc that's according to their niche and they are allowed to post their podcast they can post it there and they can recommend people to listen to, to it as well especially for those people who needs it okay and last but not least i believe you can actually go and do this thing that i've been doing and that is to interview industry leaders of your niche so that's how you actually collaborate with all these people because i always believe in collaboration over competition so unless it is friendly competition it, that will spur you up sure by all means but if let's say when if let's say it's comp it's like very bad fierce competition then it's it's a no-go for me because it's it's gonna tear each other up and everyone will be left with a, a small bit of the pie it's not just one third it's like one tenth out of it or one twentieth out of it so that's why it's very important to really collaborate with industry leaders okay or even interview them like how you and i are actually doing right now uh, and some of the leading podcasters out there they are actually doing this by lending like i would say borrowing not lending but borrowing a a a leg for your table because your table right now is actually probably three-legged we just needed them as the fourth but once we are actually more prominent in our industry then we won't need their legs so often probably once in a while we'll partner up with them like how you get to see Dean Graziosi 
Russell Brunson, Tony Robbins, they have their own knowledge blueprint and they, they get to speak, right? And then of course, you get to see people like, I would say, Brandon Bashad and probably some, some other gurus that are actually partnering up together, right? So that's, that's one way, right? But uh, it, is, it, is, it is one of the ways that you can actually grow your business by actually having all these amazing people into your, into your podcast. Why would I say that? Because when you have industry leaders like John Lee Dumas, like Gary Vee, Grant Cardone, Brandon Bouchard, and all these other people, right? Then their followers will also listen. Why? Because they, they will habitually help to promote their other, the other people's podcasts onto their platform because they want people to know, hey, I've been featured here. Hey, you know, you want to listen? There are some value bombs that I've dropped the other day on this podcast, which I've not dropped so much on my own podcast or my own videos or my own blogs or whatsoever. So that's where they actually start to share it out with, with, your, with, with their audience and your audience as well. Because some probably some of your audience will follow their Vs, follow Grant Cardone, will follow Bob Proctor, will follow all the other gurus out there or probably CEOs, um, and, and, and other, other influential leaders around the world. So that's why I would say that one of, the, one of the, the ways will be to collaborate and even interview industry leaders of your niche. The biggest kind of key takeaways I got from this segment on how to grow and scale your podcast were growing an audience is more about being a leader, joining niche-based social media groups, and then kind of lastly, interviewing and collaborating with more industry leaders. So my next question on this whole kind of podcasting segment is, so what is kind of any advice that you have for podcasters? Well, yes, uh, for all podcasters who are new, for example, in this, in, in this uh, year 2021, you are actually wanting to create your own podcast. This is something that I have to borrow from Russell Brunson. This is a phrase that he always say is one, yeah, one funnel away from whatever success and all this kind of stuff. And same goes with podcasts, right? Yeah, in fact, one podcast away or even one episode away from meeting your idols, from meeting, networking, and even collaborating with your idols. And even possibly you are one episode away from your own success because with your own podcast and you're able to leverage on different people and different niche, for example, all the more, there will be a lot of people starting to get to know you. There will be people who get to know you. And one thing is there will be people who love you. There are people who will be, who will be, who will be liking you. There will be people who, are neutral towards you, there are people who will hate you. So one thing is, if, when you face all these kind of people, be it the ones who love, like, neutral, or hate, just remember that they are, they are just them and their opinions don't matter unless if they are the people that you really admire, respect, and you follow. Okay? So if let's say they are somebody that actually taunt about your podcast or say something 
negative towards you about your podcast or even you yourself as a person, don't take it personally. Just remember that you are you, they are them. So ignore whatever they have to say. Okay, unless if you admire, respect, or even follow them. That's a very powerful point you shared on podcasting, and I loved your point on kind of one podcast or episode away from meeting, networking, and collaborating with your idols. And uh, yeah, you made a really powerful point on how to ignore all the hatred or backlash that may follow with starting your own podcast. And I think the most key takeaway here was you are you and they are them. Yep, yep, yep. That's right. It's kind of a few questions I want to dive into. I'm more like on networking and influencer. So my first kind of question was, so how do you create a network? And how do you kind of collaborate with influence? Oh, that's a great question, Ruhi. So to answer this question, let me answer the first part, okay? How do you create a network? And that is to actually create a group of people to hang out together or even to, to start a tribe, for example. You actually have to know what is your tribe all about and why is this tribe important for you? And also at the same time, you need to know who are suitable to be in your tribe. Why would I say that? Is because when you create a tribe and you just randomly bring people into the tribe without knowing who they are, what they want, why, why they want to join you in the first place, then all the more, it will, it will be very bad. Because somehow or other, some people will, 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 will spam the group or will even, you know, leave the group, for example, for, for a short period of time because they don't find anything of value. So that's why when we come to the next question, collaborate with influencers, that's where value comes in. Okay? And even when you want to create a, a, a positive network in your own tribe, for example, you need this letter V. Okay, and that V is value, okay? Because you need to actually add value to these people and allow these people to see the value, this new opportunity that you're having. And then they will actually come and find you because once they see that this group, this network, or even this influencers that you are mixing with, they will find that, hey, Rugi is of value to me. Why? Because she's helping me to spread my message out to not just India, but also in the place that she's at right now, United States of America, right? So that's why it is very, very important to actually know your who, your what, your why of your network and the influencers so that your how will actually come in and how to actually build it up, how to, how to actually build this relationship together as a network of tribe of members or a tribe of influencers mixing, mingling around, adding value to one another. That's where you actually get into this whole vibe of adding value to one another and more, more than often, all these people 
would want to reach out to you rather than you reaching out to them. So it's just like, for example, okay, I have added value to people like Paul Gather, people like Rich Carson, for example. That's where they actually started to acknowledge my presence and then they, they really love who I am for what I do. That's where they wanted to actually come in to not just add value to my show, but also at the same time, introduce people to interview as well, right? So that's why it is always vice versa. You have to add, give value first before you can receive value. Yeah, I think the biggest takeaways on that whole segment on networking were creating a focused tribe, creating value by association and opportunity. So my next question was kind of what is the power of networking and kind of any networking tips and strategies you can share with the audience? Yeah, sure. So for, for the power of networking, well, you actually would know, okay, that this, there's this very, very powerful quote by Jim Rod. Okay. Everyone who was who are tuning in would have heard of this before. Okay. And this is your network equals to your net worth. Okay. So it simply means that the five people or six people or 10 people, how many amount that people that you're actually surrounding yourself with most of the time, all these people are equivalent to your network. So for example, if you are mixing around with people who are a thousandaire, are you able to become a millionaire? Chances are very slim. But if let's say you are actually mixing around with millionaires, right? Your net worth Will it grow to a million? Impossible as well. Why? Because you didn't apply whatever that they have taught you. You didn't actually reach out to them and ask them how on earth you reach your million. But if let's say you are actually listening to this podcast right now, you are actually doing the work that all these millionaires are doing. Then also at the same time, you are doing whatever that they have suggested or advised you based on your niche or based on your passion or whatever that you, you really, really love doing, then all the more, your, the chances of you becoming successful is very, very high. And same goes with this question whereby the power of networking, this is where we actually talk about leveraging your networks to help you enhance your creativity, your success, your work ethic and whatsoever, okay? Because of these networks, that's why you are able to become successful. And that's why I have to, um, no offense to Jim, the late Jim Ron, and that is to actually add one more word to this phrase, this quote, okay? And that is your applied networks equals to your net worth. Whatever that you have applied, from your networks, whatever that you have applied, learning from them, whatever that you have applied, not just learning from them, but also at the same time, 
reaching out to them, asking them for help and all this kind of stuff, all the more success will come to you eventually. So that's why I find that power of networking is really important. And the question that you actually asked me really about networking tips and strategies you can share with the, with the audience that's tuning in, very simple. One tip that I can actually give to you and all the viewers, I mean, all the listeners as well, is this. Treat all these successful megastars, idols, or whosoever that you idolize as human beings. Okay, why why say that? It's because they have been through tough times before. Unless if they are born with a silver spoon, golden spoon, diamond spoon, or whatever spoon we call it, they all have been through the tough times before. Same goes with those who are starting up. Probably 10, 20, 30 years ago, they have actually been there, done that way, 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 way more than both of us, both Ruhi and I have combined. That's why it is very important that we actually treat them as human and not, you know, suck it up to them and, you know, flatter them all out go out there and flatter them and, and tell them how beautiful, how great, how whatever they are because all these flattery are not seen as compliments. It's actually seen as sarcasm to them. Okay, sometimes in my opinion because I find that when you are actually complimenting so much so that you know it, it can be annoying to them because they want people to be real to them. They want people to be true to them. That's why it's very, very important to actually do this. And that is treating them as a human being. Giving them the time for their private time. Giving them whatever time that they have, they want to enjoy with the family. Go ahead. Because if you, if you don't and you just stop them, for example, and you give them a very negative vibe, you give them those chills on them, all the more you can't network with them, you can't even connect with them, you can't even collaborate with them, you can only be shunned by them. So that's why it's very important for you to actually treat them as a human being. Yeah, I think you shared a very powerful networking tip with the audience today of treating anybody you interact with as a human being and kind of not doing so much flattery but being more real and true and giving compliments in that kind of a way so my next question was so what is the kind of best advice for securing media coverage the best advice for securing media coverage is not by getting pr okay it's not by getting media companies for pr companies to actually help you get your message out there one of the best ways that you can actually secure media advice or media coverage is to be actually one of the best in your market, in your niche. That's when people will start to figure, they will start to figure out that, hey, we need this story from this person. We need this person to actually come here to share about their life story and etc. And that's where they will actually find you. And how are, how are they going to find you? How are you going to be prominent? How are you going to be the one of the best or even the, the best in your niche? And that is to actually 
figure out your why, go and do it and make sure that you are able to consistently create not just product services but also content about your products and services and start sharing out your message to people, be it on social media or even traditional media and etc. But if you want to go through traditional media, you have to actually go through the editors. You have to go through the reporters, for example. So that's why it is best if you can actually do that if you know them, if you know these people. Okay, if you know these reporters as friends, for example, good. You have a, a slight upper hand as compared to those who don't. But Ruhi, right? You, I'm pretty sure you will ask me, what if I do not know anyone in the traditional media or even influencers and whosoever? What should I do? Then all the more, you should go and figure out who they are, who you want to target in terms of all these influencers, reporters, editors, which magazine do you want to appear, for example? Which podcast do you want to appear on, for example? So if let's say, for me, I want to appear on Ruhi's podcast, right? I want to appear on your podcast, then I have to network with Ruhi. How am I going to network with her? That is by probably adding value to Ruhi. How are you going to add value to Ruhi? Very simple. You're going to email her. You're going to share with her in terms of her social media about what you find interesting about her post, for example, or even you have something that resonates with you based on her post. Oh, yes, then you can actually start chatting with her about it or you can actually go and DM her, private message her, things like that, okay? Or even email her as well. So same goes with you who wants to go hit the big market of people. All these all this gurus you want to mix with, all these celebrities that you want to mix with, all these editors, reporters, magazine, magazine owner, founder, for whatsoever you want to call it. Yeah, you got to do this kind of stuff. You're going to add as much value to them as possible. The more you give, the more you shall receive. Yeah, I think your last point was very powerful on kind of adding as much value as possible and kind of, yeah. So my last question for you to kind of wrap this all up is, so I wanted to kind of understand from you, what is the future of the Regency podcast show? Okay, so basically the future of Regency show, we are actually now on the 90th. Seventh, we are going to the 97th episode already. We are going to actually have a lot of amazing, amazing people that's coming on. Okay, we are actually having people that are award-winning entrepreneurs, publishers that have been featured on Fox, for example. Um, they, there are so many other people that have inquired about the podcast. So we are actually going further in terms of partnering up with some of the brands out there, for example, like Brains Magazine, we are actually partnering up with them to actually get their entrepreneurs onto our podcast and to actually share, let them share their message out. Okay, that's one of it. And then, uh, of course, another one is that we are actually 
expanding in terms of the tribe. So we, as you can see, we have this telegram group that we have, and that is called the tribe of Regacy. That's where so many entrepreneurs, digital marketers, affiliate marketers, network marketer, and whatever that they are in, they are in in terms of their niche, they are all inside there. So we have a, we are close to 200 people already and it's still growing steadily. And we have our past guests that were there. We have our followers who are there to actually mingle around, to have chit chat session or even to have discovery session as well. And uh, that, is, that is one part of it. And of course, we are also expanding in terms of we are going to have our own website as well. www.ragacy.com is actually going live pretty soon. We are looking towards going live on the 31st of March, whereby we are having um, contents that are available for you guys to download, especially those content that you see on Instagram and Facebook or even LinkedIn. Uh, all those, all those pictures, all those wallpapers are for you to download and of course we have uh, a, a weekly newsletter as well that we are going to give out and uh, which Ruhi has been receiving I believe and um, I hope it has added a lot of value to you as well so yeah all this all these things are coming and we are also collaborating with some of the uh, brands out there um, not just in terms of brains magazine but we are uh, I am also actually an ambassador for uh, this local watch brand called Coupe de Core. Okay, we are actually having a partnership and we are also having a, a campaign in the long run. So we'll let everyone know as well. You can actually find all, find all this information through the newsletter plus through the um, my social media as well. So all, a lot of things are going on. I wouldn't want to say too much of it. Uh, I want to uh, share some of it, leave some of it as a surprise for everyone. So stay tuned for more for, for this pleasant surprise. I'm wishing you uh, lots of success with um, all the amazing things that are coming with your podcast and in terms of partnerships, etc. And so my next kind of thing that I wanted to kind of ask you was, uh, so uh, would you be able to kind of share any next steps and how the audience can get in touch with you? Sure. So basically you guys can actually uh, find me on social media, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. So for LinkedIn and Facebook, you can type in my name, Rayson Chu, R-A-Y-S-O-N space C-H-O-O, and you'll be able to, you'll be able to find me. And of course, you can also find me through Instagram as R-A-Y-G-A-C-Y, Ragacy. Okay, so this is my Instagram account. And if you are somebody that is different and you want to actually look for like-minded people like you in terms of mindset, in terms of branding, in terms of even like uh, wanting to network with my past guests that are pretty big in their own niche, then you should actually join my tribe, okay? the, the tribe of Regacy. This is the tribe that you should go, you should come in, and I believe there will be a lot of value added to you.
Fantastic. Thanks very much for kind of sharing the next steps. And it was an absolute pleasure and honor to host you on the podcast today. Now, just a small request. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review the podcast in Apple Podcast. Or if you're listening on Spotify, make sure you follow there, subscribe and share the podcast with other people. Hope you learned something new today and looking forward to connecting next week.